for me, trusting the process means embracing every decision and season of your life. What does it mean to trust the process? For anyone thinking of their job and asking themselves, San kaya papunta to? Or to anyone with a goal they believe in so much, even if others don't. This is your reminder that you are not alone. We all have our own journeys and sometimes we have to trust the process. Apa Nabato Special Series. Hello, Supers! Welcome back to Paano Ba the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. For this episode of Trust the Process, I'd like you to meet entrepreneur Yasmin Neri Soyao. Hello, I'm Yasmin Neri Soyao. I'm 34 years old, and I've been working in the media industry for 20 years. I've been an entrepreneur for three years. This is Yasmin, or Yas for short. She started her career doing modeling stints, performing in a band, acting in indie films, and being part of teleserie casts. She eventually landed a hosting job in O Shopping TV, where she sold different kinds of products to viewers. While doing that, she decided to pursue her MBA. And then in 2019, added the title co-founder and CEO of Shoppertainment to her cap. Today, Shoppertainment is one of the country's leading full production live streaming companies. What was Yasmin's journey like? Let's listen to her story here on Trust the Process. To everyone listening, I'm sure a lot of them might not have known na nakapanood na sila ng Shoppertainment production. So please start by sharing what Shoppertainment is all about. Yeah, so Shoppertainment is the pioneer live stream shopping network in the Philippines. So we've been producing something like a home shopping network type of production, but in several e-commerce platforms and social media platforms. So we actually have uh, 250 multinational brands as well. So it, it's really, um, we started out as an, a B2B platform. So we go directly to brands and we help them go live on different e-commerce platforms and social media platforms. So uh, right now we started doing our own channel for Shoppertainment and we actually have some channels in e-commerce platforms as well and also on uh, TikTok. Super interesting. And when you say e-commerce platforms, that's of course all the mga Lazada and Shopee that everyone is on. Baka hindi nyo alam yung pinapanood nyo ay Shoppertainment na din pala. It's so interesting. Tama ba what I read? It started in 2019. Correct. It started in 2019. Tama ba with like, uh, I, I read one article where you said, tela lang yung meron kayo, tas parang kayo-kayo productions. Tell us about that. Pre-pandemic yung idea. So one of my co-founders actually flew to China and saw this whole ecosystem of Alibaba. So live streaming was quite booming there back in 2016. And we said, no, wala pang ganun sa Philippines. So when he got back from China, we talked and he knew that I came from home shopping broadcast here in the Philippines. So I came from O Shopping and ABS-CBN before. With that background as well, parang I understood what he wanted to do. And we said, yeah, let's do this. So it was just a shared space. Ang galing kasi mga tatlong startups kami in one shared floor. Siguro meron lang coming blanket, yun nga what you were saying. And then a ring light 
Tapos wala pa akong employees masyado. So I was also doing the live selling and at the same time producing. Tapos meron akong dalawang admin. So we were three. And then from there, it was very hard to sell the live stream shopping experience to some brands. But eventually, when I, when I really did the, the grunt work of going from one office to another, we were able to pilot uh, several cases sa mga brands. And from there, we grew. From three, naging six kami, and then 30. And now we're actually 70 here in Shoppertainment. So in three years, ang laki, hyper growth siya. And from that, that space, that small space with a ring light and the blanket, we now have 11 studios and three floors. So ganun siya kabilis. Kaya nakakatuwa. So parang napaka serendipitous ng timing because you started right before the pandemic and during the pandemic was when live shopping, live selling really truly boomed. Nag-accelerate siya during that time. And it became a solution for a lot of different brands kasi nawala yung events, nawala yung ways for you to do a face-to-face selling or for items in the grocery, items in the department store. So all you have is digital. So how can you be more interactive, engaging to the shoppers that you have and connecting with your market? So shopper payment became the solution for that. So we started doing product launches, brand launches, shows, series with branded inclusions. So everything home shopping, but more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grabe, do you feel like ang galing ni God sa timing niya sa buhay mo? Because looking at your story, it's like, what? Grabe. Yes, hindi rin kami makapaniwala na grabe yung hypergrowth. Tsaka, ang galing lang, parang everything aligned. And the foundations were, the foundations of my past experiences also came in fruition. It was integrated really well. From being on cam to producing to the business side, I actually became a manager in ABS-CBN as well. So I really left on-camera work for a certain time and became a manager for two years, started brands from ground up, like new brands, exploratory. So I And from there, I think when stars aligned and an opportunity came up, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's jump. And then it happened. Super meant for you. And I wanted to go to that past that you're saying that all pieced together the puzzle of where you are now. You were part of Star Magic Batch 15, is that correct? Batch 15. So Batch 15 was all the way in 2007? 2007, I think, yeah. 2007, 2008, something like that. Yes. And when you were in Star Magic back then, Tamabai, your batchmates were Megan Young. That's what I read. There was a Megan Young. There was Jessie Mendiola in the list. Is that correct? Yes, that sound Bella. Bella Padilla. Yeah. <laughs> so back then, 2007, you were still a student. Is that correct? Yes, actually a college student. It was also by chance. Parang I was doing commercials. I was doing like indie films from student uh, films in my university. 
And then there was this opportunity for a workshop in ABS. And then when I went there, I got pulled out kasama si Jesse. <laughs> so sabay kami ni Jesse in the workshop. And then Mr. M pulled us out. And then yon he said he was forming a new batch. And then that happened. And uh, yon I just went with the flow. Yeah. And you did several films. You did several TV shows as well. And then eventually got into hosting. How did the O-Shopping start? What year was that? Ah, alam ba? Mga 2013? So there was this point wherein I sort of got tired of acting. Parang I felt like I wanted to do something more or learn a different skill on camera. And I said that, oh, yung inspiring naman ng mga hosts as well. Kasi they get to be themselves and they get to, to look really great also in, in programs. Like you be like Grabe, parang those hosts were like um, so aspirational for me. So sabi ko, I want to try it out as well. So when ABS opened audition for a new channel, they said they were looking for newbie hosts. Sabi ko, I don't really have a background with hosting, but I can make do with some acting skills, I think. <laughs> matawid. And then they gave us an opportunity, even though beginners come in, eventually got trained. And it was such a great opportunity because we didn't really tape a lot here in the Philippines. It was in Korea. So it was an international exposure agad with um, the work efficiencies, how Koreans would work, and how do we work with foreigners. Ang daming learnings. And it was so interesting to see the back end of things. Because it's not just your usual show. There was a commerce involved. So I saw the different retail products. Paano ba to dalihin? mula sa ibang bansa papunta sa Pilipinas, market ba natin to sa mga Pilipino. So we were there to really help also tweak the, the program. Even as hosts, we were given that opportunity to help also in the production process on how we can really talk to the people in the Philippines to sell products that will be useful or enticing for them. So yun yung first exposure ko with media and commerce at the same time. Yeah. And you did that for how many years? Almost five years. Grabe. And in your head at that time, little did you know it was training for what was to come in your life? <laughs> yes. Yung funny pa nga dun, parang a lot of the managers before from Talent Center or from my mentors, they were saying, walang branding dyan, hindi ka lalaki dyan, ganyan. There's no growth with endorsing so many products na hindi naman siya, like, you know, contract deals, ganyan. But I was also at that point wherein I, I was learning so much and it was so interesting. I was open to this new field that I never really knew existed. Did you know that home shopping in other countries during that time was a 24-7 thing? It was like a news channel. <laughs> They were selling insurances, gold, cars, accommodations, anything under the sun. So, parang nakakatuwa siya na na-entice pa rin ako to still keep on doing it because I felt like it was so different. And um, parang na-tickle yung curiosity ko with it. So, I, I still pursued it. I didn't listen. <laughs> That's so interesting that you, you mentioned that because you're right. The manager or handler mentality would be, no, magtalikula ka na lang or magteleserye. Um, And am I hearing you correctly? You said that they said, wag mong gawin yung O-shopping. 
Or at least, hindi man wag mong gawin, but like, are you sure you really want that? Parang ganyan, question. Hindi siya like dipping my toes in it. I was just, I was there for almost five years. Mm-mm. So, ano, why didn't you listen to them? Because it was, uh, it was so fun. I mean, wow, shooting in, in Korea, we're, we're there for, for 10 days every month. Uh, learning about different work cultures, um, doing what you love, which is performing in front of the camera, learning about the business side of media as well. Tapos, parang wala masyadong red tapes because you just, you can really, you can really ask people about what's happening here, what happens to the merchandising, what happens to the, parang they're so open to tell you information. And it was such a great learning experience as a performer as well. Yeah. <laughs> So you were doing o shopping sabay ng MBA. Yes. Did you doing e-commerce and media together inspire you to take your MBA or is what it was totally unrelated then? I think I was in that parang stage of my life. You know when you're in your 20s you're also asking yourself what else is there? After this what what's going to happen? What if there's no work opportunity for me? Is there growth here? And dami kong mga ganong question. So for me, I said, okay, I think it's best to also utilize this time to learn the sustainability of this media work that I've been doing. Because I feel like at the end of the day, I don't just want to be, you know, part of the production. I want to create the production as well. And I think the business side of things would help me unravel or understand that better. So I took my MBA with that um, dream in mind. Sabi ko, in the future, I want, I want my own. And uh, true enough, it was a good foundation as well. But it doesn't stop there because they are all just principles <laughs> at the end of the day. So you need to delve your whole mind, body, and heart with the business side also. So I had to do a tough decision to leave my work on O-Shopping and really get into the business side of things. And it was great because, you know, ABS was already family. So I, I talked to some of the executives also and then said that maybe it's, it's time for me to also understand and, you know, work in the business side of media. And then they, they gave me an opportunity and they made me handle some brands. And from there, I learned so much from the whole experience of being a manager. Minsan, ano, parang akala mo you're so equipped with all of the theories and principles, pero pagdating mo dun sa mismong place that you have to execute it, hindi pala ganun kadali. So nakaka-humble. And I failed so many times. Oh, not a failure at all because, di ba, like they say, it's only a failure if you stop trying and you obviously um despite whatever challenge comes your way you just keep on going so not a failure at all if you when you were how old were you in 2007 when you started in showbiz i think i was 18 19 yeah 17 18 19 some, some somewhere there so at that age Looking back now, would you in a million years ever think that you would be here now at this point in your life? Hindi. <laughs> parang ano siya, ang, ang galing. Parang na-amazed din ako na, sabi nga ni Steve Jobs, diba? you will only make sense of things when you connect the dots backwards. 
I didn't know that I will end up here. I didn't know. It, we were all surprised with the pandemic, with what happened. And I didn't even know that that was actually that season wherein an idea that we had will thrive. So everything was a surprise. Pero ang galing kasi kahit na surprise siya, meron siyang pinanggagalingang dot na matitrace mo siya backward na lang with your foundations as a person. I always mention that here, I love it that you said that because in so many interviews and those who listen to Paano Ba Know This, I always quote that Steve Jobs speech where he says the dots will connect in the future. Super believe that as well. What's the biggest challenge? Madaming challenges, but can you name one biggest challenge that you've had to overcome career-wise and what helped you get through it? I think one of the big challenge would be transitioning from being an on-cam person to corporate management. The technical skills are so different, but my mind was set. But there was a part of me that was also grieving. When you leave something and you're transitioning into a new chapter, you sort of feel sad but then because you're attached with what, was, uh, what you were used to or what your comfort zone was. So in a way, I was grieving, but my mind was like, I wanna, I wanna learn this. Let's do this. Let's, let's do the grind. And in a way, na paso ako, kasi kahit sumusugod ka, tas hindi ka palaganon ka equip, hindi siya okay. You will still fail. So I made a lot of mistakes, but because of those mistakes, I was able to create more learnings and use them so that I can do something better um, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and ito na nga yung future na yon ang galeng parang everything you went through literally laid the foundation to everything that you're doing now. Um, because this is trust the process. A lot of people dream of what you have now, turning something you're passionate about into a business. And so I know that ang dami nating pwedeng pag-usapan dito, but I guess um, your process or your short advice for someone who wants to do exactly that, turn something that they love doing into a business. What are the first things they should do? One of the learnings that I got also from Anthony Pangilina, when he was a, he's a he was also my mentor, um, he told me that even if uh, you have passion and ability on something, you should always find the need so that you will have uh, that sweet spot. Everything should intersect. Ability, passion, and need. So there were instances wherein I had abilities and passion for, some, for certain things, but there was no need. So it didn't make sense. So when you have that core, um, you know that you're, in, you're a right fit already. You're servicing a need for people. You have the ability and you have the passion. Then you're doing it right. There's something great about what you're doing. And from there, of course, you also need your technical skills. How do you scale? And sometimes we don't have the right skills. Pa. So in order for you to fast track that, just to make it happen also, um, partnering with people who are really seasoned would be great. Like I have seasoned e-commerce partners, leaders who are uh, who have done several businesses already. And from their stories, from their wisdom, I get a lot of insights as well that I don't want to do anymore because they already did it. So they're guiding me in the process. So having mentors, having seasoned partners, partners who would not put you down, but really help motivate you. And they really have a heart to 
to make you learn or teach some things that could be really beneficial overall for the company and for you as an entrepreneur and leader. CEO na CEO, magsalita. I love it, Yasmin. Okay, I'd like to end this with a few quick questions. And these are questions I ask every guest here. First is, what is one thing you feel you did right in your journey? Um, I think having a growth mindset and never-ending curiosity to really make an impact to um, the core that I love, which is media. Parang it doesn't really matter which job it is. Basta I know that what I was doing in certain seasons of my life, I was creating an impact or servicing people because of what I was doing. So it's really having that mindset, the growth mindset and curiosity. The growth mindset over goal-orientedness. Next is, on the flip side, what is one thing naman you feel you could have improved on or done better in your journey? Okay, one of the things that I regret uh, not doing was really opening up to family and friends or some people that you're having a hard time with transitioning on some things, um, having a hard time dealing with mistakes and failures. When people see you that you're very motivated to achieve that dream, they have this notion that strong yan, si Yas or si Bianca. But you know, there's also these times when you feel weak and you just need help from other people or like kind words, you know, to keep on moving. But I didn't really look for that. I thought that I could do it by myself and I felt alone. So it, it was kind of sad. <laughs> but at the same time, I realized that there's really no man is an island and there's no person who can reach success by just being alone. You really need people who are with you, encourage you, motivate you, and can also accept you for who you are despite your weaknesses, your failures. And uh, from there, you get to, to shine more because you understand that these people accept you for who you are and they would actually push you to do better with your strengths. Oh, such an important reminder. Sometimes, I totally relate na sometimes you feel, hindi, I'm a strong, independent woman, <laughs> di ba? Like, yeah. ganun, pero a lot of times, gusto mo din na ikaw naman yung i-check, ikaw naman yung kumustahin, alagaan. So, noted on that. Um, next one, please fill in the blanks. Please say, for me, trusting the process means blank. Trusting the process means Embracing every decision and season of your life. I truly believe in seasons of life <laughs> as well. Everything you're saying is like ding, 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 ding in my head because they're all things I believe in as well. I super believe in seasons of life and that's so, so, so powerful. Lastly, what is one advice you wish you knew early on in your career that you'd like to share to those starting their career now? One advice I think is you don't have to pressure yourself to be successful right away. You know, you have to take time. You really need to understand that you have to make mistakes so that you can rise up and be better and, uh, you know, make um, better decisions moving forward. Um, a lot of the 20s that I got to get to talk to, or even when I was in my 20s, parang sobrang gigil to really be successful. And sometimes that's, that's a, uh, 
parang a toxic positivity as well. Um, you're telling yourself too much that you have to do this. Now you don't give yourself a pat on the back whenever you have small wins. So you have to take time, embrace your season, and things will just fall into place. And there's no one path talaga. Like in my case, I always felt like it was a lattice. You know, that growth or achieving the goal was a lattice. Horizontal, vertical, diagonal, ganyan. But some people think that it's always a ladder. Kailangan pataas, ganyan. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. And it's okay. But at the end of the day, what's great is that you have your goal and you're able to achieve like even an inch closer to that. Oh, thank you so much, Yes, for sharing your story. I, for one, feel very seen by all the ups and downs in your journey, Nashinir, and I'm sure some of those listening can super relate as well. So thank you for the motivation and super deserve congratulations on all the success, I put quotes, because success <laughs> that you are enjoying now. And parang for sure, mag-grow pa ang lahat ng ginagawa mo in the years to come. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bianca. Staying curious, learning, waiting for your turn, paying your dues, kumbaga, and such an important reminder from Yasmin to keep your mental health in check and to definitely open up to others if you're going through something. What was your favorite takeaway from this episode? Please do tag me at IamSuperBianca on Instagram stories or on Twitter. I love seeing your tags. Maraming salamat. And in case you aren't following it yet, please follow Paano Bato on Instagram. Or in case you aren't yet as well, join our community of supers in Paano Bato Kumustahan group. That is our private Facebook group. And in case you missed it, when I resumed the Trust the Process series, I've had episodes with Soled Husaf, Quark Henares, Kim Molina, and today, Yasmin Neri Soyao. There are more Trust the Process episodes from earlier this year with Gretchen Ho, Dimples Romana, Shaira Luna, Direct JP Habak, and many, many, many more so you can scroll back in case you missed those. This is Paano Bata the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. And to anyone who wants to start their own podcast, please check out Anchor. It's free and super easy to start your own podcast. Till our next episode, stay safe, supers! <laughs>